most of y'all know who I am. There might be a couple that don't. I'm Christy Bicknell. I am the director of women's ministry. If you hear me talk too often or see me on social media, I will always share a picture of Emma. So these are my pictures of Emma. um, she got to pet a horse for the first time last week. Every time we uh, pick her up from school, she has to, we have to drive down Donaldson so she can see the horses. I'm allergic to horses, so I will never take her to pet horses. And so she got to go pet a horse, which was great. And then Sunday after church, I went to get her up from her nap, and she had gone into her closet, and she pulled her blanket back, and she had her tutu on. Um, she wanted to be a ballerina. But she ha- that is her fish and loaves from... from um, Children's Church as well. I should show a picture of Kurt this morning because she actually got sick this morning before he even got her to school, so he's home with her. Um, so he's kind of the Superman today. Um, but um, as y'all know, I just want to do a quick overview um, about why are we doing this study. This is a big study. If you have peeked at your book, it's a big study. And why are we why are we doing this? Um, the first question I asked, actually the first question many of you asked when I came on staff was, are we keeping heart to heart? Are you going to keep the women's Bible study? And I said, yes, absolutely. Um, but then it was that question of what are we going to do? Where am I going to start? Um, and no, I've told many of you have heard this, so you'll hear, you'll hear it again, but no book of the Bible is random. But would I pick a random book of the Bible or like what, what, what would justify what we, what we do for Heart to Heart this year? And it really became more and more clear to me, especially as I read Emma's children's Bible to her. If you're familiar with the children's storybook Bible um, by Sally Lloyd-Jones, um, it really approaches scripture as one story. And I thought, man, we need that as adults. Um, most of us aren't going to read the children's storybook Bible, but we need to know and understand scripture as one story. And so that's why, and that's how this study came about. Um, and so what is exciting about that is the next question was, who will want to help me with this? Because this was in April, and Bible study starts today. Um, and so I thought, I need, I need some women. I knew cricket needed to be a girl, one of the girls, and so um, there's a couple of people I want to introduce you to, and they'll come up later, but Carolyn Downs, um, Allison Riggs, and Don Dalton all agreed they caught the vision and were as excited as I was for this study, um, because what it is is we wanted to learn, and not only to learn, but to see all of Scripture as one story. Um, we, most of us read the Bible in chapters or as books, Um, I want to introduce Becca Hensley. If you have read the introduction for this week, where's Becca? Back in the back. You can stand up so everybody knows Becca. If you've read the introduction, her story is so perfectly appropriate for this Bible study because she talks about some friends who went on a road trip, and they said that they were listening to an audiobook and they could not understand the story. The story was not flowing. They couldn't understand the character development, the plot, anything else, and they finally realized that their CD player was on shuffle. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Like that, I mean, that's, that's why they couldn't understand the flow of that story. But in the same way, most of us approach the Bible like that. We're jumping from book to book, um, chapter to chapter. And so this year, we're looking at it as one story from beginning to end, the Old Testament this fall, the New Testament in the spring. Now, some of you have already asked me, why did you do so much? We could have done this, the Old Testament, in two semesters. And I said, that's true, but would you come back for the New Testament if we did it that long? Um, So that's why it is as big as it is. Um, But if you look on, let me see what page it is, page five in your book, you'll see the names of the women who did help in this with writing the study, the, the lessons, the introductions and prayers, 
um, the lectures, what's not listed is your small group leaders. And so we'll add those in for next semester because I need to make sure they're included. But there's probably 40 some women who had their hands and have their hands in this study and then years two. And why I think that's important is because I'm not the only one that, that can teach, okay? There are so many women that is, are sitting at these tables that have great wisdom and insight. And I want all of y'all to not only see that and know that, but to know that for yourself, that God has created you with a mind to know and to learn scripture. And we're going to we're going to set some high expectations for ourselves this semester, but, but it's good. It's okay. Um, but then, of course, not only what are we studying, who will help me, but then the next question was, uh, will you join me? Uh, will you join us? Um, and this, and it kind of just hinted at that, but this is a heavy lift this semester, okay? It's a big study. There's a lot of reading. There's a lot of questions. Um, I want to look quickly in a minute at the format. Um, but as the lecturers, we met a couple of weeks ago, and as we were talking, Nancy Binkley summarized it perfectly. She said, this is not a study of law. This is a study of grace, okay? And I want y'all to look at that word, and I want you to remind yourselves of, of that word quite often. This is not a study of law. This is a study of grace. And I want you to offer yourself grace. I want you to offer others in your group grace at the same time. Um, there, there, there's a reason why there are priorities listed on page eight, and it's the recognition that, goodness, y'all, this morning, it was minute by minute. My morning has looked different. You know, sometimes it's day by day. Sometimes it really is hour by hour, and so we don't always know what our days look like. Um, I want us to set very high expectations for ourselves. Y'all asked me to set high expectations, but high expectations require work. But there's also, as I said, there's grace underneath that. And so our priority is to read scripture. Every day there's suggested scripture um, at the top of the page. Or you can just use that, the group of scripture passages mentioned at the beginning of the week. You can approach that whatever works best for you. Do you just like to see the chunk and read it as you want to throughout the week? Or do you like to have it kind of divided out? Um, read the Bible daily. That's, that's our priority. The second one, and these are not questions that are listed week to week. These are only listed here. But I want you to get used to this just in your personal reading, whether it's part of the study or not. And it's to ask yourself these questions as you read Scripture. What does this passage teach me about God? What does this passage teach me about others? What does this passage teach me about myself? Um, and then the one that aligns really with our study, that fourth question, how do I see God's redemptive story continue to unfold? Kay McWhorter in our teachers meeting last week made the comment, we also need to make sure that we pray every time we approach scripture, whether it's for this study or otherwise. Because we, regardless of how often we have read the Bible, how mature we think we are in our faith, God always has not only the ability, but he will, if we are open to it, show us new things in his word. There's always something to learn. And so even as you approach some of these passages that you feel like, I know this, I've read this for 40 years, I've read this for 60 years, pray and approach it new and differently. I can say without a doubt, even in Genesis, and maybe it's because it is Genesis, it's one of those passages that feels so familiar that you kind of forget, you just gloss over it when you read it, and there are new things. It has been so much fun to go through Genesis again, and so I hope that you will see that um, as, you, as you go through the study. Our third priority is to just skim the daily questions. Y'all, that's the third priority down is to skim the daily questions for each, for each week. And then the fourth question is to write the, the answers down, okay? 
So do you, do you see how that works? There's some grace in there. But again, high expectations, but there is some grace. Um, and if y'all have questions, y'all can talk about that in your small groups. But our, our small group leaders, we've spent a lot of time talking about that and how much we want um, you to know how excited we are about this study, how much work we know that it is, how much we know you can do, because it's also the priorities that we set for ourselves, um, but that we're in this together. And it's offering grace for ourselves, and it's offering grace for each other as well. So we've already talked about our priorities, um, and then this is, and this is really how I approach this and why I have set the priorities in the order that they are is because I truly believe that we need to learn together and be in community more than we need to answer every question, okay? So it's more important for you to be here to learn together and to be in community than to answer every question before you get here. Um, to keep our purpose in focus. You have, well, actually, you don't have them yet. There are cards that your small group leaders will give to you to slip into your Bible, and I need to keep a track on time because, obviously, I like to talk more than I realize. Um, this is a big study, and like I said, there are passages there that we have known for a long time, and it's easy to dig deep into a passage and not look at that overall storyline. And so we have cards that we've created for you to slip into your Bible to keep you focused. Um, here they are, in fact. I forgot I had one. Um, and it says, as you read, watch for how the overall storyline or story arc of the Bible is demonstrated in the weekly passage. The storyline, the overall storyline that we're looking at this year is that God demonstrates never-ending grace and faithfulness despite man's disobedience and ultimately reconciles all creation to himself through Jesus Christ. That's what I want you to see in everything we read and study. This, that's where we want you to land. I won't read the rest of it because you'll have that um, a little bit later. Um, and then I want you to, uh, excuse me, to discover confidence and hope. Um, the front page, there's a big subtitle that I, it took me a, probably two months to remember. Read the Bible as one story and discover your place in God's redemptive plan. We've talked about reading the Bible as one story, but it's also about you discovering where you fit um, into God's unfolding plan in your life. It's continuing to unfold regardless of how old you are. Um, let's see here. Carolyn and Allison, if y'all will come on up. I wanted them to come up uh, today just so you could meet them, but um, there really has been a lot of excitement. We've had a lot of fun working together to write this study, and I wanted to ask them um, just one question, and it is, let me see if I can get this turned on. I did, I said to you, but now we only have time for one. She already took up um, <laughs> That's true, that's true. Um, let's see here, what is the question, y'all? The question is gone on my notes. Um, which one would you like to answer? Um, what, but the question was, what, what excited you the most? And it could be overall, I'm going to give that to you, um, overall or about the specific lesson, whether it's overall study or your specific lessons, what excited you the most as you wrote? Well, I remember back in um, 1999 when I took a course called Perspectives. And in that course is really the first time that I've ever seen the Bible as one story. And it changed my perspective completely in reading the Bible. And so as I began to write, I was just 
so thrilled to have for the privilege of getting to write some lessons that might um, woo you into that view of scripture and um, because it, it really changed my life. And I can say <clears throat> after I realized that, I never read the Bible in the same way again. So that really is um, the thing that excited me most and trying to keep every lesson, every question focused on the big idea Mm-hmm. as Cricket taught us to do <laughs> as teachers, um, not to stray off into all the details, but to keep focused and keep the main thing the main thing. So that's really... Um, I think for me, the excitement to go um, be part of the team, I'm trying to remember which question you said, we'll just ask, because they're uh, both in my head. Um, just what was the most exciting and fun as you developed the lessons um, or overall? So I think my answer to this question probably changed a little bit after this last weekend. So I'm going to, we, we went away as a family this weekend to a family camp where I came to know the Lord 40 years ago. I realized while I was there, it was 40 years ago this summer, mm-hmm. the first time I went, and that's when I came to know the Lord. And um, I was there, and my kids go there now. And so we were there, and it was, it made me pause and really think back over 40 years and what have I learned in 40 years. And I had the gift when I was 12 of having a woman take a deep dive into scripture with me at a level that I had never done before. And um, it set the tone for me for how I study. I look back now and I truly still study the way she taught me when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been a blessing for me. And so when I went into this this summer, um, spring and summer, as we prepared, it, it was hard mm-hmm. because <laughs> I want to go deep on like every verse. <laughs> And so that made it really difficult. And yet it excited me to think that if, if it takes any of us one step further in how we study God's word, just one step deeper to look longer um, and learn from him. Because, and this is where the, I think it came back around to this weekend for me, I heard the teaching this weekend for us was on a passage that I've studied multiple times. And I looked over at my husband at one point and I said, I never thought about that. I've never seen that in that scripture. And that wraps it up for me. Mm -hmm. And that is, for me, my prayer is that every time we approach Scripture, we'll go into it with these eyes wide open to see what God wants to teach us next. So I'm super excited about this study. I'm going to turn that off before I start talking again. Um, And so I wanted just quickly to look at um, the format, just so you kind of know why we wrote this in the way that we did. Um, Every week has... um, the introduction, where it has the passages to read for the week. Overall, the story arc of how you kind of look at what are, what's the story within that week. And then some key verses just to help you frame, what are we reading this week? This is big. So what, how do we read that? And then um, an introduction and a prayer w- written by someone in our church, um, a lady in our church. And then from there, every day has a couple of sections. There's a short intro. Explore the story really is where you dig into scripture. It's the questions that you answer directly from the scripture passages. Make it real is more application style questions. And then connect the dots. As we've talked about, we really want this to be looking at the Bible as one story. So you'll see it has connecting the dots. Um, well, week 
week two, there's no looking back because we're at the beginning. But as you go forward, there'll be a looking back and a looking forward. How are we keeping that view in mind of the one story? And then a conversation story. I mean, a conversation starter at the end of every day, just thinking about how do we take what we've learned to our families, into a conversation just around the table. That's really what the thought was in those questions. Um, Y'all, I think that is... I think that's all I have this morning. Um, it's kind of weird because I'm, we're used to a lecture, but it's a little bit more casual. Um, there's one person I wanted to interrupt, and I'm actually going to ask her to come up on stage, and it's Cynthia. I, I, I sprung this on her at the beginning, and you still don't have to say anything. Um, one, thing we have <laughs> one thing we have asked um, your groups to do this year is to um, partner with us and our care for our homebound women. We have about 23 women who are homebound. Um, they still consider themselves members of First of Anne. They just can't attend anymore. If you have, have or have had family members who are homebound, you know how important it is to be encouraged and to still feel like you have a place of belonging. We talked about that. And so just in a casual way, we've asked you all to come alongside Cynthia. Cynthia, has, how many years have you worked visiting homebound women? couple of years. Most of y'all would not know Cynthia does this, um, and she has been faithful for years um, to visit these women, and when we met this spring, I just thought, how do you do this? I mean, just how do you do this as a volunteer, um, and what a ministry that you have of encouragement and true care, um, and so we wanted to come alongside um, Cynthia just to encourage two or three women per group, and that's through notes through phone calls. Some of them can't receive visitors. Some of them can. That's at the discretion of your groups. So you'll hear, um, you'll hear that conversation in your small groups today. And I just wanted to introduce and honor Cynthia for the work that you have done, um, such an important work for our women. And I wanted to make sure you knew that. Everybody for in advance for the time and um, effort that's going to be spent on this ministry this year because it's so special and touches so many of precious lives and um, and really appreciated. And also, there are others that uh, Jeannie Jones works with me and um, oh, Nancy. Is Nancy here today? I don't know. Is she okay? So there, we've been doing this for a while, and and um, it really is. Um, it's really needed, mm -hmm. so thank you. And thank you for saying something. You said you wouldn't. Um, when we met, <laughs> when we met for our all women's event, we sang this together. And I don't typically sing. We won't do this every time, but it was the most beautiful sound. And I wanted to ask if y'all would sing this with me now. I'm going to turn off. I do not want to be on microphone. Um, but I would love for y'all to sing this with me, and then we'll be dismissed to small groups. Um, Thank y'all for being here. What a great year we have ahead of us. Um.